Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Gone Girl Show. Today, I'm so excited. We have Sister Coach, author and a founder of A Sister's Truth, Miss Lakeisha Woodard with us. Thank you so much for joining us. How are you doing today, Lakeisha? I'm doing well. How are you? Thank you so much for having me on your show today. No problem at all. Um, I'm doing great. Uh, Can you tell us a little bit more about A Sister's Truth? Absolutely. So A Sister's Truth, I call AST for short, is literally a manifestation of my purpose and action because um, I decided to stop ignoring <laughs> what came to me naturally and that also benefit others as well as myself. So A Sister's Truth is a personal development company and I teach women how to discover, define and live their truth from manifesting a courageous life without limits. And you're probably wondering exactly what a sister coach is. So a sister coach is like your blood sister. We are linked by our common life experiences. So what sets me apart from other life coaches is that I share my testimony with my clients. I share my experiences with them, you know, my wins, my lessons learned in order to create that unique sisterly bond. Because with my clients, you know, I help them through some really personal times. So having that sisterly bond just really helped my clients to, um, feel comfortable enough to share some of the deepest, darkest fears so we can like battle through them together, you know, and as a sister coach, I get down in the trenches with my clients to help push them past their mindset blocks. So my, my coaching, my courses, you know, my book and my speaking engagements, you know, are all filled with hard truths that you would get from your sister, Right. But they're wrapped in love and tied with an inspirational boat because I truly believe it's not so much, you know, what you say, but how you say it, that people will be able to accept it, you know, and, and take it as constructive. Yes, that's great. You use transparency. I know that's yes. so important. Mm-hmm. Some of my favorite preachers I've noticed do tend to be more transparent with their life. You kind of see what they're going through and how, you know, God's transforming their life and mm-hmm. they don't pretend to be perfect that they have it all together. And that can really inspire someone who say, okay, if God did it for them, if God can work with them, oh, he can work with me. So that's great. You are encouraging women in that way. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and I truly believe that's what my purpose is, is to share my testimony, be, be an example for other women. Is for exactly the reason why you just stated just now for transparency. Yes. Yes. So from what I understand, you have a three prong approach with Sisters Truth. Can you go into that? Sure. So we all have a a journey, right? A self-awareness journey. And the three phases along our self-awareness journey is discover, define, and live your truth. Now, these three phases are not phases that I just pull out of the air because they just sound really good and roll <laughs> off the tongue really nicely. <laughs> but I literally pulled these three phases from my personal self-awareness journey. So the first phase is to discover your truth, which, which means to become aware of who you truly are. And that's the person that God created you to be. So that's where our journey starts. And then there's define your truth, which means to identify what gives your life meaning. Purpose is what gives our lives meaning. And I know it's probably some moms that's listening to us and some dads that's listening to us. And I understand that you think that your spouse and your children and your family gives you gives your life meaning. And they are wonderful candidates. <laughs> but ultimately it's our purpose that gives our lives meaning. And then there's living your truth, you know, and that means to embrace all aspects of who you are and present that person 
to the world. Now, these three phases came from my personal journey, like I said, because there was three major pivotal points, you know, along my journey. You know, my journey to purpose started when I made a decision to discover my truth because I suffered from sexual abuse. I was sexually abused by my stepfather for eight years. So my transition from victim to survivor started with me discovering my truth. Now, I was fortunate enough to send my stepfather to jail for abusing me. So that's when my journey started. So I made the decision to leave Chicago because I'm originally born and raised in Chicago and I landed in Atlanta, Georgia, attending Clark Atlanta University. And so at that point is when, you know, I got the therapy that I needed to start my journey. And then at the, the define your truth Phase. That pivotal point in my life was when I decided not to return to law school because I got accepted and attended, you know, Thurgood Marshall School of Law. But once I got there, that fire and desire that I always had dwindled. So now I needed to make a decision and I chose not to go back to law school and truly figure out the purpose that was put on my life. Right. Because I had started my spiritual journey and I have been hearing, have been told that God you know, created me with a purpose. So now I needed to to identify what that purpose is. And so now I'm going to live in your true space where I, now that I have discovered who I am and I know what my purpose is, now it's time for me to take action and to live it out. And, you know, the living your truth phase is really difficult for people, uh, even though it sounds pretty simple, but it's really not because, you know, we... We have a hard time with being our authentic selves, guys. We just do. Let's just be honest, because when we present who we truly are to the world, that opens us up for judgment and opens us up for ridicule. Mm, So what do we do? We put on a facade. We, you know, pretend to be who, you know, what everyone else wants us to be in order to keep the spotlight off of us. So these are the three phases that I, you know, I help my clients to transition through depending on where they are in their journey. And and since I pull these phases from my personal journey and I share my testimonies, you know, my clients are really, you know, motivated and encouraged, you know, along their self-awareness journey. Yeah, I can definitely see walking in your truth, actually putting that to action, being the hardest, the hardest uh, phase um, from Taking something in your mind, your beliefs, your values, mm-hmm. all of that, and actually using that to, I guess, fuel your purpose. Like that's where I know there might be a lot of uh, internal conflict. I know you mentioned um, it can be hard for people to to do that. So yeah, I can definitely understand that. So from what I'm hearing, like with your testimony and sharing that with people, it sounds like all of those experiences definitely, I'm sure, helped um, culminate when you were writing your your book. Uh, 31 days of truth. I think that's the correct name of it. If I'm yeah. yes. Okay. Yeah. So and you're, you're holding it up now. <laughs> so yeah. Can you tell us um, some about your book? Yeah, absolutely. So the name of my book is 31 days of truth manifest your passion, power and perseverance. And, you know, let me just say <laughs> that that book was not on the to do list at all. <laughs> Say that I published my book last year, and the reason why it's published is because last year my word for the year was obedience. Okay. So God spoke and I moved. I did a, a speaking engagement, and after that engagement, you know, women were coming up to me asking me if I had a book. And so, by the third person that asked me if I had a book, I was like, "Give me five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Give me five minutes. I'm work on it." <laughs> And so God just started, you know, lining things up because I didn't have a concept for a book. And, you know, a few days later, after the speaking engagement, my best friend gave me the concept for the book. And then not even a week after that, I met an editor and a ghostwriter. Oh, wow. So I was literally on the path to writing my book. And so uh, my best friend came up with the concept of 31 days. She was like, he should just do 31 days or something. And so to, you know, um, link it back to my business, I was like, I'm going to do 31 days of truth and really like break it now into passion, power, perseverance, because passion, power, perseverance relates to discover, defining and living your truth. So in my book, 
for literally 31 days, I give you different common life issues and struggles that we all go through. And I give you, you know, tips and actionable steps on how to turn those issues into triumphs. And as I just stated, I'm very transparent with my clients. I am very transparent in this book. So I'm sharing my personal experiences with you as well. And at the, at the end of each day, I have a moment of truth, your moment of truth. And that's where you're able to talk about what that day's truth revealed to you. And then it gives you a a section where you can redefine what your truth is and then talk about how you're going to live in your truth. Because it's one thing to, to know it, but now you have to, you know, put some action behind it so you can live the life that's designed specifically for you. Now, my book is really straight to the point and easy to read because that's how I am. You know, I I love to read different blog posts and articles and depending on what the article is, you know, what is titled, like if, like for instance, if the title is, you know, 12 steps to losing 30 pounds, I'm going to go straight to the 12 steps and read those 12, those 12 steps. Read the the part that's in bold, give you the outline of everything. (laughs) I've done that. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. So I wrote my book, you know, with the uh, in the with the readers who are like me in my mind. So my book is easy to read. It's quick. It's straight to the point, And I'm leaving out all the fluff. Right. I just I just wanted to leave all that out because I want you to literally have a tool that a lifeline that you can pick up and read when you're having a rough day. Now, the first time you read the book, definitely read the book in order from day one to day 31. But after that, your second and third time, just go to literally to the table of contents, pick a day, you know, that relates to what it is you're going through and read that day over. And, you know, the listeners can't see, but right now I'm showing you my book. As you can see, I've written in my book. I read my own book. Yes. <laughs> you know, I go back to it myself because sometimes we just need, you know, that quick motivation. And, you know, I also wrote it in this format too, because, you know, we need to motivate and inspire ourselves every single day. Yes. Just reading one blog post on, or a post on Instagram is not enough. Like, Every day (laughs) we need to work on our mindset. So that's an action item for everyone. (laughs) Yes, yes. yes. And we need to understand that, you know, mental health is a part of self-care, guys. Definitely. Spiritual health is a part of self-care. So we need to be doing something every single day. And my book will help you to do just that. Awesome. That's so Awesome to hear how things kind of fell into place for putting your your book together. That's how that's how God does it. So (laughs) (laughs) that's how he roll. (laughs) So getting into more about living your truth. I know you've worked with many women. You're encouraging women. What is some of the main things you see um, stopping women from living their truth? I know you mentioned some things earlier about um the difficulty of bringing what's inside on the outside. Is there um, anything, can you speak on that? Or are there any other things you've noticed? Yeah. Um, ourselves. We do. Yeah. We prevent ourselves from living in our truth. You know, God has given us everything we need to fulfill the calling that's on our life. So with that said, does that mean our journey to purpose is going to be without tribulation? Absolutely not. And it also doesn't mean that, We're never going to be tempted by the enemy, but we have to trust that when we're tempted, God's going to give us a way out. So, yes, there's a process that we all must go through, but we have to tap into that one special gift that each and every one of us have that we have in common that he has given us. And that's free will. So we have the choice, you guys. It doesn't matter what situation you're in. You have a choice. Like for me personally, you know, um, after eight years of sexual abuse, of course, I didn't choose to have my stepfather sexually abuse me, but I chose how I was going to let that affect me. I made the decision and I chose that sexual abuse was not going to be the start and the end of my story. Right. So you have to do what it is that you need to do in order to live the life that was designed specifically for you. Now, I I don't know what your circumstance is, you know, and you may be in a dire circumstance, you know, those who are listening to us right now, but please understand, it doesn't matter what circumstance you're going through right now, you have a choice. You have a choice. 
So just make the best choice that is going to support support you on your on your journey. Yeah, I think for me, definitely the desire to fit in with other people um, has stopped me from really being. I guess in the past from what God's wanted me to be like learning, like I said, we don't know your truth. Like you want to find truth in something else. Like for me, uh, like my truth was looking at culture and what culture was doing. Once I, I know when I was, I went through a season of college where I had to just make a decision to make God my truth and whatever God says is true is true for me. Like knowing that his promises are true for me, knowing what he says about me is true for me and you know, culture can say the opposite of what God says sometimes. So you really have to redefine your identity. And from there, that's going to lead you to take certain actions to do certain things, which I think ultimately leads us into our purpose. Like we can't know our purpose like outside Mm -hmm. of God. So when we let him set the standard for our life, I think that's going to, since he created us, I mean, of course he's going to have the knowledge to lead us to what we're supposed to be doing with the life that he gave us. So I think Mm -hmm. for me, my spiritual walk was definitely something that helped fuel my, my identity, my purpose and my truth. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So, why do you think it's important for us to live our truth? I think it's important because our life is not our own. You know, we're here to inspire, be an example for someone else, you know, someone else who needs um, help on their spiritual and healing journey, you know, or whatever journey that they're on, you know, at, at the time. So living our truth is is beneficial for, for us and the person that's pulling the motivation from our walk. You know, when I first um, started a truth, like way back in, in the beginning, when I just had a name and a business card, <laughs> that's all I had, a name and a business card. I didn't have a mission, a vision, a why, or none of that. And I found myself on the way to a networking event. And I was so nervous, Bree, to get to this networking event because it was the first time I was holding myself out as founder of A Sister's Truth. And I was just really, really nervous. So I live in Houston, so traffic is really bad. So I'm literally sitting in traffic and I'm talking myself in and out of going to this networking event and I get a phone call. And it's from someone that's close to that's close to my family. And she wanted to call me to to, um, tell me that she had just landed her career job, her career dream job. And she just wanted to thank me because she said, watching me on my journey, knowing where I started from and where I am now, watching me help to inspire her to go to school and to be have the you know the courage to go after this her dream job. That's awesome. Where can, yeah, where she can now um literally financially take care of her and her children. And that like brought me to tears because I'm sitting here debating on whether or not I should, you know, move forward and hold myself out as the founder of a sister's truth. And then God just literally gave me an answer right there in the moment. So after that phone call, I was hyped. I was ready to go to this this networking event because it was just confirmation for me that I was on the right track, that Mm -hmm. this is what I need to do because you never know, guys, who's watching you. That's so true. And who's pulling motivation from you. You need to just do you. You need to live in your truth. Whatever, you know, vision God has placed into you, I'm going to need you to go after that vision full force. And don't worry about failing and messing up or making mistakes because people are learning from that as well. True. Yep. People are learning that from that as well. And they're being motivated by that. Seeing you fall and get up is helping them, is motivating them and helping them and showing them how to get up when they fall and showing them how to lean a little harder on their faith when their faith is being tested. Yeah. So it's so important for you to just, to just live in your truth, not just for you, but for, you know, those that you are to inspire. Yeah, that's so true. I actually, I've started calling it uh falling forwards. Cause yes. <laughs> 
when I, you know, you make, I look back on my life and like I look at some mistakes I've made, but those things have propelled me to where I need to be. I've seen the, the picture where people think success is just a straight line going up, but then there's the right. actuality picture with, um, like the curves and dips and how, um, success, um, it takes, highs and lows both to mm-hmm. get to where you want to be and we we just want to be on a, cons- a consistent step of highs but we have mm-hmm. to remember that there are lows that come along with life as well and that's so true we never know who's watching us um what we have that other people need and by us withholding that we are you know withholding the potential for the other people as well, for them to grow, for them to do the things um, that they are called to do. So we never, that's so true. We never know who we're impacting, who we're influencing. So that's, that's definitely important reasons for us to uh, live in our truth. Absolutely. And, and also let me just say too, is that, you know, cause you mentioned the lows. I, I just want to encourage people that, okay, so, I decided to stop using the word failures, even though I talk about failures in my book. So this is this is after the book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I, I chose to use lessons learned because there's always a lesson to learn. You know, when you at your 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 low point, that's your opportunity to really, you know, strengthen your skills. That's your time to really like strengthen, you know, your 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 faith. That's a time to just, you know, prepare. For that next level. So never think of it as a failure or really as a low. Just look at it as, as an opportunity to better yourself, as an opportunity to figure out, okay, what is the lesson that I need to learn right now that is going to help to catapult me to the next level and that's going to help me to actually, you know, um, be able to function at that next level as well. Because before we move to the next level, we have to learn everything we need to learn where we are right now first, mm-hmm. right? To prepare us um, for that next level so we can maintain and continue to elevate. So just, you know, don't don't look at your failures as failure. Just look at it as an opportunity to um, strengthen your skills, learn something new, and to just really lean harder on your faith. Definitely. So you mentioned um, some things you went through in life, in- mm-hmm. including your abuse and Mm-hmm. The the journey you went on to to find your truth, which included learning that you were more so responsible for your, your actions, uh, even though things in our lives, they happen to us. Um, you mentioned free will and you also mentioned yeah. the importance of mental health um, is how can you explain how those things contributed to you finding your truth in a little more detail? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, our life experiences, both positive and negative, our relationships, whether they're good or bad, our upbringing, all these things help to contribute to, you know, molding us into the person that we are today, right now in this moment. So it's really our job to peel back the layers that is covering our truth in order to get to the root of who God created. And like I mentioned earlier, you know, my journey to purpose started, you know, right after high school when I sent my stepfather to jail. And then I find myself at Clark Atlanta University in Atlanta, Georgia. Now, when I first arrived at Clark, um, I answered an ad in the school newspaper that was this organization called Youth for Survivors who was looking for um, college students um, to come and be a part of the organization. And it was paying a stipend, so I needed money. Yeah. So I responded to to the ad. And so um, the founder brought me on as a speaker to talk about the sexual abuse that I experienced. And so my very first speaking engagement, you know, we only had like a 15 minute limit. And so I get up there and, I, and I'm talking and I'm just talking, 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 go way over my 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but she didn't stop me. She said, you know, after that speaking engagement, she said, you know, I didn't want to stop you because I can tell you needed to get it off your chest. And I did because I was fresh out of the situation. And then she said, but I also recognize that you need professional help. So I want to offer you therapy sessions. I'll pay for them out of my pocket. Oh, and wow. So that was free will, choice. I made a choice. I could have said yes or no, right? But I said yes. And so that's how I was able to get the therapy that I, you know, that I needed to start my healing journey. So, you know, in our community, for whatever reason, 
therapy is a bad name. You know, back then when I started, you know, therapy sessions, I didn't know that. And thank God I didn't know that because I probably would have said no. But you guys, there is absolutely nothing wrong with therapy. You know, mental health is so, so important. And, you know, I count my blessings every single day that I was able to get the therapy literally you know, right out of, you know, right coming right out of that situation, even though it was uh, the actual time frame was a year. I still consider that like right out of coming out of my sexual abuse situation. I was able to get the therapy and start, you know, the healing journey because it was in my therapy sessions that I heard for the first time that the sexual abuse wasn't my fault. Oh, wow. <laughs> that yeah, was, <laughs> that was the first time I heard that, you know, so those words like really impacted me so it is you know it's it's really important um mental health is really important and i just um encourage those who are listening to just you know get the help that you need if that means going to a therapist or going to talk to your your pastor or psychologist just or sister coach please get the help that you need because it's, it's highly important Yes, I, that's great. You share that connection between mental health and and truth and just being able to remove those, like you said, those layers, those barriers, things that have contributed to lies that we believe, which have you know altered how we see ourselves um, and what we believe in. So that's definitely a great resource. And that's something we've tried to highlight over over episodes on the Go and Grow show. We've actually um, interviewed. I'm not sure if you've heard of Brittany Moses. She's no. um, a a blogger. I think she also sometimes she has a podcast. She's highlights some um, mental health and faith, just where that that intersection. And she posts like journal prompts, and she even has an app um, that she posts her resources to. And she is definitely trying to make more awareness of mental health and its importance. I. She's a great, great uh, resource to look up and follow on social media to okay. check out. So I wrote her name down. I'll definitely check her out. Thank you. No problem. Um, especially uh, listeners as well. If you haven't listened to that episode, I, I highly recommend going back and listening to. We had a great discussion on faith and, and mental wellness. So um, definitely. And it is something that in the past people have had. I would say embarrassment or just something that wasn't really talked about in in our communities about the importance of mental wellness. You know, the common thing is just just pray about it. And uh, but that's prayer is definitely great. But we there are times when we do need, you know, professional help. God uses psychologists. God can use those mm-hmm. people to help us uh, heal and and the healing isn't just a physical thing. It's a mental thing. It's a spiritual thing. So we definitely need um, those those people, those resources out there. So definitely something then, to go ahead. Go ahead. And let me also, you know, just uh, add on to that, too, is that, you know, sharing my my journey over the years uh, with women that I came in contact with, you know, on the different jobs, you know, um, that I worked and told them that I went through therapy. You you you'll be surprised of how many was like how many women were like really you went to therapy like because it has this bad stigma you know to it and I'm like uh yes <laughs> if you yeah. think you should go you know please go so if you one of those people that's suffering in silence you want to go but you just too afraid to go go yes so just do it yes and actually there's a podcast I follow um it's I think it's CXMH is Christianity and Mental Health they just published a of uh some resources on how to find affordable um counseling so I would definitely check that out if if you feel like um finance is a barrier for you to find um a therapist I would definitely recommend checking out their their um content on that if to get you started so before we move on to our next topic, is there anything else you want to add about truth or purpose? Uh, no, I think we covered it. <laughs> okay, great. So I was reading some of your blogs and I saw one that really caught my eye called mental overstimulation. Um, if any of you um, listening, if you see me, if you follow me on social media, you know, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I listen to um, a lot of sermons. I listen, I read a lot of blogs. I, I'm always reposting stuff. And all of this information, like I, I have to kind of 
filter it sometimes uh, to process everything. And it can be information overload sometimes. And when I saw that, I was like, yeah, I know there's something in that blog post that's going to help me. And you mentioned um, in that blog post, your theme for 2018 was to live courageously and I was, first of all, curious um, what inspired a theme and uh, what have you learned this year by having that as your your theme? Yeah, you know, thank you for asking, uh, asking me about that particular blog post, because this is pretty recent. Okay. (laughs) So thank you for asking about that blog post. So the thing, my thing for 2018 is to live courageously. So last year in at the beginning of 2017, when everybody work was creating New Year's resolutions, you know, I decided to do something a little different and I created a thing. And it was literally gener- uh, inspired by my business because towards the end of 2016, my business, you know, started to kind of pick up tractions. You know, I yeah, yeah. ended 2016 with a, a couple little interviews. So in 2017, I wanted to do something bigger and better. So I figured that in order to do in order to elevate to the next level, I needed to do things differently. So in 2017, my thing was to do things differently. And that worked out great for me because I ended the year as a published author. So I was just like, wow, there's something to this thing. So to elevate to the next level, I said in 2018, I was going to live, you know, courageously, right. In order to, to just elevate to the next level. So that's how I came up with creating a theme um, things for the last couple of years in 2018 is to is to live courageously. Now, from that theme so far, I've learned that um, I need to be flexible. OK. And I need to be willing to change up my plans. Right. <laughs> I'm yeah. the type of person that I thrive in a structured environment. I love routine. I love structure. But this year, living courageously, I had to learn how to be a little bit flexible with that. Okay. Because not everything is going to just fall in a perfect line, which is how I am used to it. And I'll give you an example. So in August, um, I started a uh, an interview series on my Instagram called Living Her Truth. Now, this wasn't this was some, an idea I came up with like a year ago and, you know, I canned it because I reached out to some really big YouTubers asking them if, if I can interview them. And I never heard any response. So that kind of like um, discouraged me just a little bit. So I kind of threw it to the side, but then it came back up. And so I did it in August and um, I was like, OK, I do the interview series in, our, in August and it would just be August and I'd be done with it. But when I tell you, when God speaks, you listen, because I had a plan. and He said, no, ma'am, you're going to keep going. So now my interview series has expanded out to October. And I'm so glad that I listened because during that interview series, I I had a consult just, um, what's today, Saturday? I had a consult on Thursday. And the woman said, you know, she was like, I found you because I saw your interview series that you did on Instagram. Oh, wow. It's like, you know, listening to um, Lene, that's the person I was interviewing at the time. You know, she was like, my hope and my faith was restored because I literally thought that, you know, the the trauma that she was going through at the time, she literally felt that she was the only person going through it. So it was my interview series that helped her to see that she wasn't alone. And so that like fueled her faith just a little bit more. Mm -hmm. So this year I learned that you need to, I need to be willing to give up my plans and follow God's plans. And then with the flexibility, I learned too that, you know, um, spiritual study is really important for me to do every single day and also exercise. So I take care of myself spiritually and physically. Mm -hmm. Man, if I don't get up at five o'clock in the morning, (laughs) If I wake up late, something is just not getting one of those just not getting done. But I learned to be a little bit more flexible. So I'll like if I get up late in the morning, I'll do my spiritual study and then I'm flexible with myself throughout the day. So if I have like a lunch where I'm meeting somebody to do a little networking instead of going out to lunch, 
I turned it into a three mile clarity walk. And it's so it's so crazy because I've asked a couple of women, you know, instead of going out to lunch, can we just go to the, to the local park and go for a walk? And they've been down with it. Oh, great. That's so awesome. Now, I yeah. got my spirit study in and I got my exercise in. So that being flexible, you know, with my time is, is, is what I've learned. And it's really helped me to just, you know, live more courageously because mm-hmm. living courageously truly just means just, you know, being who you are, living in your truth. And unfortunately, that takes courage because, like I said before, so many of us, we just shy away from being our true selves, you know, and, and literally following the calling that's been placed in our life because we're afraid of what everybody else is going to say and think. Yeah, I think that speaks to the importance we were talking about earlier of, of living your truth. You mm-hmm. talked about how a woman was inspired by the the series you you, you were doing. So that definitely was uh, important for her to to hear what you all were were saying. Um, when you got to in the blog about talking about information overload, you talked yes. about how it um, blurred your your clarity, and yes. you decided to go back to the basics. So mm-hmm. I, I was taking mm-hmm. notes all through that because I know I will I will need that. You you said you you came to the conclusion that you needed to stop, reflect, reverse, and restart um, mm-hmm. to get back mm-hmm. uh, on track. Yes. Can you go into that a little more? Absolutely. Okay, so clarity as it relates to my business. It just got really, really muddy. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm I'm in the process of growing my business. And so I'm taking like you said, I'm taking in all this information, you know, from these different um coaches and blog posts and podcasts, you know, because I do all that just like you do. So and, and Audible, I listen to a lot of Audible books too. Mm-hmm. And so I just got to the point where I was just in information mental overload. And so now my clarity that I worked so hard to get is now getting muddy to the point where now as it, the, my why, as it relates to my business, I'm getting further and further distant from my why. You know, I had a coaching session with a coach and, you know, based off her comments in that coaching session, uh, business coaching session, I was about to like do an impulse rebrand of my business, you know, following behind what this coach was saying. And I had to realize that first off, Keisha, she didn't even prepare for the coaching session. She didn't take time to really know and understand what your business is, but you about to do like an impulse rebrand and really move further from the why and the vision that God has placed into you. So I just had to just stop. I just had to stop. And so I had to like stop immediately taking action because I'm the type of person when I get information, I don't sit on it. I take action. So with me, I had to stop. Right. Because the action that I was taking, what I realized is that I wasn't. uh, I'm sorry, my computer messed up. Can you hear me? That's fine. Yes, I can. I can. Okay. Okay. Awesome. So I had to realize that I needed to stop taking action on information that I was getting because I wasn't consulting with God first. Mm -hmm. And so that was really, you know, clouding the clarity that I had. So I had to stop taking action. I had to stop uh, and, and determine if the information that I was getting was a fit for me. Because it wasn't like I was getting a whole bunch of bad information. It was good information, but that doesn't mean that information was a fit for for what I was doing in my business. Mm-hmm. So instead of like acting on everything or and all the information, I had to stop and realize and determine, excuse me, and determine whether or not it was a fit. And then I needed to stop thinking that I needed to get everything right right out of the gate. Because who gets it all right the first time around? Uh, nobody. <laughs> so true. Yeah. <laughs> and that's okay. And then I had to stop trying not to make mistakes because that's part of the process. You know, when it comes to life, going after any goal, as well as your business, if you're an entrepreneur, you know, you have to stop trying to avoid making mistakes. And then I needed to reflect. So reflect meant that I needed to go back to the point where things started to get muddy because all the decisions that I made after that were out of alignment. So that was causing 
you know, my clarity to get more muddy. So let me reflect back to where I was before, and then I needed to reverse and go back to that point, right? Go back to the point right before everything got muddy. Let me start over right there. And so that's where I restart because I just needed to start all over, right? And that's something that we that we don't do. You know, we get to a point where our clarity is, is muddy, and then we just stop, and we just give up. No, don't do that. Reverse, reflect, reverse, go back to the point, you know, where the clarity started to get a little money and then just restart. Hit the reset button. Start over. Who said that you cannot start over a thousand million, a billion times? All right. That's so true. Right. Right. Nobody said that. So just start over. And so that's what I had to do. And so now you know, those, you know, muddy waters are starting to clear up again because I had to go back to my why. I had to go back to the vision that God, you know, had placed in me. And then I had to start um, including God in on the information that I was getting, meaning, you know, just going into into prayer and just say, God, God, this is the way I, I need to go. Because at some point I had stopped doing that, mm-hmm. you know, just being, you know, busy and, and getting off schedule and getting off course. And so, you know, now I'm back on track. So now I'm starting to get, you know, a lot more clearer now. Yeah. As you were talking, it's funny because it made me think about um, my previous job. One of my previous jobs, I was a consultant. And mm-hmm. as we went through like the consulting process, you kind of look at analyzing the situation, seeing what mm-hmm. you can improve. And that's what it, it really reminded me of. So it sounds like you were like self consulting yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's okay for and, and you know and it's okay for the yeah. listeners to do that as well because that's something we don't do mm-hmm. you know we run into a wall and we fall down and we just stay there no get up yeah. <laughs> and self consult yourself no <laughs> <laughs> yeah and the, the the quiet time of God that that's something that cannot be um uh taken for granted or amiss because that's so so crucial for us to hear from him like I said earlier since he created mm-hmm. us I mean what better person to go to to get instructions, to get purpose from than the person who actually made your purpose. So if you're out of alignment with that, then you're not going to be on the right track. So it's it's so important to um, make time to hear from God, to spend time with God, because in this world, there are so many distractions. There's, you know, culture, there's even, like you said earlier, ourselves, like our inner voice. Um, There's other people, like, we have to make sure we're staying in direct, um, or positioning ourselves so we hear from God. So that's, that's so important. Probably if you that's, that's if there's only one thing you take, I mean that's the thing you need to take is to make sure you're getting instructions from God, um, from from what to do, and um, yeah, thank you for for sharing that because I like I said that blog post the minute I saw it I was like yep that's something we're gonna talk about because that is something I have to deal with all the time. Yes. <laughs> yes. And 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 to all the listeners too, you know, feel free to hit that reset button all the time because, you know, like Bree said, that's a mental overstimulation is something that she deal with all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, just because you conquer something one time doesn't mean it's not going to come back around a second, third, and fourth time. Yep. So feel free, feel free to, you know, reactivate those same steps <laughs> to get you over the hump. You know, we are our best examples as well. You know, we go through so much and we, you know, overcome so much that I think we forget. So when that next level of whatever craziness that comes into our lives, we forget about everything that God has already, you know, gave us victory over. And so we need to even reflect back on that and pull strength from, you know, the past struggles that you overcame in order to have the courage and the motivation to get over your current situation, because we forget that sometimes. So I just wanted to. So thank you for bringing that up that you go through that, you know, multiple times Mm -hmm. all the time, you know, because we just need to just remember everything that we've already gone through and conquered and just know that, you know, that current situation, you can conquer that too. It may take a little longer, but that's okay. Just keep working and keep um, consulting with God and just continue to lean a little hard on your faith. 
That's all you got to do. Yeah, that's so true because it's not about being perfect. It's just about it's about progress. Um, we'll never be yes. perfect. So we just have to, you know, try and, you know, let God work in our lives. And so in addition to your, your book, and I know you, you do some other things, you mentioned your your um, series you were doing on, uh, I think it was on Instagram Live or? Yes. Okay. Uh-huh. Instagram Live and all the things you do. Um, you are, Speaking of in, in information overload, you I saw you mention um, some things you listened to, including um, you said uh, one of Marshawn Evans' book. I think you were on a road trip yeah. and you listened to that on yeah. Audible and you really enjoyed uh-huh. that. Um, are there any other um, resources you enjoy, especially on purpose? Yeah, so I'm a huge Audible fan, you guys. I love yeah. Audible because it's just so it's just so convenient because I can listen to an Audible book while I'm driving in my car. So um, I'm just if, if you don't mind, I want to suggest oh, yeah. some Audible books. Definitely. So um, an Audible book that I that I love is I Am Number Eight by John Gray. That book is amazing it's amazing you guys if if you the person where you think you're the black sheep of the family i'm gonna need you to to either listen or pick up and read that book so you can know that god is still doing the work in you too your family may think treat you like you're the black sheep but guess what god has a purpose and that (laughs) book really opened up my eyes i really love that book and then uh lost and found by sarah jakes roberts you know I love a good come up story. I love to hear how somebody has overcame and triumphed over some things. So I was introduced to Sarah Jakes Roberts through her book on Audible, Lost and Found, and I fell in love with her. So for all the Sarah Jakes fans out there, Sarah Jakes Roberts fans, if you really want to know her backstory, read that book because she lays it all out. And, you know, her father is T.D. Jakes. So it's just... It was just so refreshing to see how even though her her father is this, you know, is on the level that he's on, that, you know, they're still human. They still go through thing go through things just like we do. Right? So yes, his anointing is a little their anointing is a little bit different from ours, but we're all still the same. We're all God's children. Yep. So I really love I really love that book, so definitely check it out. And then also The Hollywood Commandments by Devon Franklin. Love that book as well. You know, I think Devon did a really good job with um, conveying a message that you can still work the career or the, or the business that you want to work or have and not compromise your faith. You can still do that. Like you can still truly believe in God and still live the life that God has designed for you. And he's going to open up doors. And that book really brought home that message. So if you're someone who's, who's battling with whether or not they should, you know, mix their faith and business together, read The Hollywood Commandments by Devon Franklin. Yes, and I will include all of these books in our show notes. So if you're listening, um, you can go to goandgrowshow.com and we'll have um, the list of resources mentioned in this episode in, in the show notes. And for me, I think, I'm trying to think, mostly when I've been listening to, like I said, the transparent preachers earlier, they've talked about listening to them talk about purpose and how they found God's calling for, for their lives. Uh, one preacher is um, Cornelius Lindsay. If you've heard of him, he, he started off and he's talked about purpose a few times and the quote he usually opens up with is a, um, a quote from Miles Monroe. He says, if you don't know the purpose of something, you're bound to pervert it. So he used wow. that line, um, and talks about how when he didn't know his purpose, um, how he, he was out of alignment with, with God's will for his life. And as he, you know, got to know God and, um, God called him to preach how that, that shaped his life and just hearing his story is amazing. Um, I, he, he, the, when you hear his story, it sounds like he was someone who would be the, one of the last people you would, um, hear preaching. 
but he talked about how just coming to God like changed him, impact him, and hear his story yeah. and how he talks about purpose is amazing. So if you just search on like YouTube, Cornelius Lindsay Purpose, he has a few talks. I I wouldn't. Um, I, I'm, I'll put a link to some in the uh, show notes. But if you look on YouTube, there's he has a few videos out there also. So definitely recommend checking him out. Um. Thanks for sharing those. It sounds like you need to put together a book list. I don't know if you have one on your website yet, but <laughs> I need to. No, I no, I don't. I need to. I, I share a lot of the audibles that I listen to on okay. on Instagram, but um, no, I, I should do that on my website. Thanks or like a book club or something. Yeah, yeah, that'd be uh, cool. Um, so. Uh, if someone wanted to get in contact with you, um, how what are your your handles on, on social media or also your website? You want to share? Sure, sure. Thank you. So my website is a sisters truth dot com. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at a sisters truth. You can find me on Facebook at Lakeisha Marie. That's L A K I T I A Marie. And if you are on LinkedIn, you can find me at Lakeisha Woodard on LinkedIn. Again, L-A-K-I-T-I-A. Or if you just want to send me an email, please do at info at asisterstruth.com. Okay, awesome, awesome. Um, do you have any questions for me? Uh, no, I don't have any questions for you. Thank you for, you know, for saying yes and, and letting me come on here and share and pour into your into your audience. I really appreciate the opportunity. Thank you so much. No problem. We're grateful for you um, reaching out. Um, truth is such an important topic. I was reflecting uh, before before we talked about truth and um, thinking about some scriptures um, like the armor of God. You have the belt of truth that kind of holds you together. And I think like how truth in our lives, you know, that's kind of how it keeps us together. And I mean, even Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth in the life like he said that that precedence for him being being the truth and us looking to him and we can find our truth in him so it's it's such an important thing for something that impacts literally everyone i mean that's something we all have a purpose we all have a truth and we all go through something in life um a struggle something that you know even if it's just ourselves, like we said earlier, that can um, stop us from seeing that truth. We, we're all on, you know, life journeys where we have to constantly be reminded of who we are and, and whose we are, that we're more than just, you know, what we do, but who we are is just so much more. And we can't let what we do just define us. Like you said earlier, um, it's so important to uh, be whole um, to, like you said earlier, mental health. All those things kind of culminate in us knowing who we are and, and whose we are. So it's definitely an important topic. Yeah, I agree. Thank you. Thank you for having this conversation with me. No problem. Is there any any last remarks, anything you want to share with the listeners? Um, sure. Again, my book, you can find it on Amazon.com and also BarnesandNoble.com. And you can also get more information about my book on my website, SSSTruth.com, because I did not mention that earlier. And also, okay. you know, just a um, last few words of encouragement. I just want everybody who's listening to our voice right now to know no matter what it is that you're going through right now, no matter what it is that you're facing, no matter what you went through yesterday. I want you to remember, never forget that you are enough and your truth is beautiful. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us and I hope you have a blessed weekend. Thank you. You too. Thanks. Thanks for listening to the Go and Grow Show. Please share the episode with others. Check out our show notes at www.goandgrowshow.com, which also has more edifying resources as well. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Go and Grow Show. Please let us know what you thought. We would also appreciate it if you left us a review on iTunes. Until next time, don't conform, be transformed.